0: Hello, and welcome to another episode with us. We are continuing to talk about how life and business intersect here at Solutions by Amelia. Um, as you know, as a visibility expert, I work with professionals who are underrecognized. recognized um, Lots of you guys are in the healthcare field, and you know we didn't learn about lots of things when we were in school, but now here we are you know, for whatever reason, our time in healthcare either has run its course, we're burnt out, or we're just looking for something else to do. And now here we find ourselves in business and oh my goodness, there's so many things. So I want to start to bring more professionals, um, experts, subject matter experts in different fields to you guys so that you can have like an opportunity to one, learn about resources that are out there for you. And also just learn about some of the things and wisdom they've collected along their years in um, areas of business that can help you. So. Today, I, I want to introduce our guest. Um, we have Lori. Welcome, Lori. Hello. <laughs> Lori, I am um, going to go ahead and introduce you. Lori is the uh, president and founder of Allied Exchange, and that's a consulting and professional services agency, and it specializes in sales performance and process transformation. Lori helps businesses struggling with changes that are needed to activate sustainable and accelerated growth. And throughout Lori's career, uh, she has a sales career with over 25 years of sales experience. Wow, amazing. She's been enabling the growth of successful teams and organizations. Her goal is to share extensive knowledge and expertise with small businesses that are in search of fresh ideas and new perspectives to achieve their growth goals. Alongside that, Lori is a member of the Project Management Institute and in Women in Technology. And she's an innovative member of the National Association of Women, and the group president of the Leaders Club, Inland Empire, and lots of other organizations. And I met her via my time with the National Women and Sales Professionals Group. So, Lori, that's quite an introduction. Um, let me know, did I leave anything out? No, that was great. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So tell me a little bit about your business journey. Did you wake up in sales? Did you wake up in the role that you're in now? Um, tell me about how you got into doing what it is that you do. So... I
1: accidentally ended up in sales, honestly. (laughs) I had graduated with my uh, business administration and management degree and uh, went to work for a technology company. They developed fax automation. This was back in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) mid-90s. And I just enjoyed it. I loved technology. I loved helping clients find new ways of doing things. And so I just, I fell in love and I've been in a capacity of sales roles and leadership roles for the past 20 plus years, right? Awesome. Uh, Awesome. Yes. So I I started out as an account executive and then grew into management, director, uh, president, Mm -hmm. (laughs) VP of sales. I actually was part of a corporate wide uh, layoff. With an organization last year, last April, mm. and I was fortunate enough to be allowed some time to figure out what it is I I really wanted to do, right? And I knew I I have my passion for I'm going to say quote sales, but it's really helping other people because everything I do is to help people feel a sense of belonging, so they can have more freedom and self-expression in their life and career and because i have an extensive background of building sales teams and marketing teams and enabling the growth of a variety of organizations most of it has been in the tech industry but i've also come from uh, the healthcare vertical as well uh, and uh, manufacturing quite a few other industries and so i decided to launch allied exchange uh, the tail end of last year. So it's been about six months or so. And I wanted to help small business in particular. Although I've worked with global organizations and large organizations and midsize, I feel like the small business owners or small small companies, they sometimes get lost in all of the Minutia, if you will. It's all the online information and and books and seminars and and things like that, but they're always geared for your mid and large size companies. Mm -hmm. They talk about teams, right? You have a marketing team, you have a sales team, you have, you know, an HR department. Well, let's face it, a lot of small businesses, we're we're one or two people, maybe five, but we're all wearing multiple hats.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
1: so I found in doing some market research and talking with uh, small business owners that they struggle with the fact that they think that they are not in sales, but they are. Any business owner is in sales, and um, you are the expert of what you do, but your role is to build your business, build revenue, share your expertise, and that is all-encompassing in a sales process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talking to new people
0: yes and that's something I've noticed too is that when it comes to you know building the relationships sometimes It's so interesting. I talk about, so what I, as a visibility expert, I say I help people get more first dates in business. And it's amazing that, you know, typical norms of introductions and developing relationships and coffee chats and warming up relationships, sometimes that can go out the window when it comes to small business for whatever reason, I don't know. And, you know, some people can just jump right into, hey, you want to buy my thing versus, you know, just spending the time developing a relationship. So tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what do you want to accomplish with the role and path that you do now? Again, Mm -hmm. we didn't, in in nursing school, you know, they didn't teach us about sales, but we're very, as nurses, we're very great about finding problems and offering solutions. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of us have healthy relationships. At the Mm -hmm. same time, translating that over into business, we kind of struggle with that. So, yeah, tell me a little bit more about, like, what you want to accomplish with small business owners.
1: So, that's a great point that you brought up, because that is what led me to uh, my pre-launch and launching <laughs> sales enablement as a service. So being small business owners, a lot of times some people are just born with the gift of gap and they're just born with that, that personality, right? And they, they do have the knowledge and, and they can just talk to anybody and everybody, right? But what's sometimes missing are the steps in a sales cycle right? You said earlier, a lot of times you're giving away information or you're giving things away without realizing the value that it brings. Um, The other part is getting out there and being recognized, right? And lead generation. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: you're very good at what you do and you understand your own expertise. But what I've found is that small business owners struggle when it comes to creating content. A sales funnel, having even a CRM database, CRM is your customer relationship management, right? Systems and marketing campaigns. And what sales enablement is, is really the ability to bring together sales, marketing, and operations to generate leads that come to you through a variety of processes that are automated through technology so that a small business owner and their team can still focus on what they do best. Mm-hmm. And the encompassed in there is the training that goes along with it or coaching, if you will. Training is such a hard word. More coaching, right, that goes along with it. So I do all of that heavy lifting of the enablement for the small business who aren't comfortable with uh, marketing, sales collateral, assets, content, technology in itself to automate all of these processes uh, for them Mm
0: -hmm. and And um,
1: coaching along the way.
0: Awesome. And for my listeners, something I really want you to um, sort of pull apart or hope that you took from what Lori said, and I'm just going to restate it again. A lot of us who have been self-taught, myself included, we learned about Bits of marketing aspects over here. We may have taken a course or two about funnels over here. We may have taken a course or two about social media over here. We may have taken something about Facebook ads. We may or may not have even looked at sales, and. but the pulling of everything together, the sales the marketing and operations and how to make it run together, that's something that, that's valuable, that's amazing you know, for someone who can do that. So as we are looking for support with this, Uh, make sure the support that you, you look for is someone who connects all those pieces together. Because if you are working with a consultant, and a lot of us new small business owners, we put a lot of money out to one consultant or another. When you're looking for a consultant, make sure that they can tie the pieces together or at least walk you through how you should think about those pieces. If you're like thinking about a consultant and they only talk about one aspect of marketing, do not be disappointed when things don't work out well. Or don't not be disappointed when you feel like things aren't connecting for you, or you're not, you know, you're spending, you know, a ton of money on ads, but your phone isn't ringing, or you're spending a ton of money on ads, your phone is ringing, but you're not closing anything. It's just really important to have all of those pieces together. So thank you for breaking it down like that.
1: Yes, thank you, Amelia, because I, the Leaders Club of the Inland Empire, uh, it's a group of local small business owners, and I had a presentation this morning, and some of the questions that were raised was the fact that they've seen or have had consultants reach out to them and say, "I guarantee a two to one revenue no, you you know, stream for you for XYZ mm-hmm. campaign, right?" That' should be a red flag for anybody mm-hmm. because no business is the same. Mm -hmm. And what works for one company may not work for another, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Even if you're in the same industry, it's still not a one-size-fits-all. So it's important to understand uh, not only, you know, trends in a specific industry of a small business, but also what may or may not work. Facebook Mm -hmm. ads may not work for Mm -hmm. a particular small business, Mm -hmm. whereas potentially maybe alignable would, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really digging in and really having an understanding of what your target and ideal client needs to be Mm -hmm. and what their demographics are, but also what their psychographics are, right? What are their buying behaviors? What Mm -hmm. are the things that are important to them? And what channels are they paying attention to? Mm -hmm. They may not be looking at Facebook. They may be looking at LinkedIn. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of, of
0: differences. So. Yeah. And that market research piece is huge. Yes. I mean, personally, you know, people say, well, what platform should we, you start with? And we could have a whole another conversation about that. But simply, right. when I, when someone asked me that, I said, you'll know that after you speak to a hundred of your potential best buyers, right. just just start yes. having curiosity conversations, aim for a hundred and aim for 50 and whatever keeps coming up when you ask them that question, go for that one. And something else that you brought up that I wanted to talk a little bit more about, you talked about, oh, marketing is a science, right? We just say Um, very much so. And so for those of us in healthcare, we know that no doctor in their right mind will, one, automatically prescribe something without doing research and assessment. One, pay attention to that. If someone promises you you, like this cure will work 100% of the time, that's a quack, right? So same thing in marketing, because it's a science as well. And also be prepared to test and do not be disappointed with the first test, the first recommendation, the first prescription doesn't work. Just like any prescription, you need to have a goal on the outset of what you're trying to get to, like what does healthy look like for you? What's your best level of wellness ideal? What's Mm -hmm. that target for your business? And you do an intervention and then you see how it works and and then you take your lessons and then you move on from there.
1: Right, exactly exactly and most important is as you're to just add on to that Amelia is as you're doing that uh, it's very important to pay attention to the metrics mm-hmm. right and measure everything that you do and technology gives you that information I mean mm-hmm. you can see it on LinkedIn you can see it on on Facebook and and the variety of, of social channels out there will tell you what's working and what's not right and so if you see those metrics an article that's posted here got you know 100 views versus a different article that was posted had two views right but well, clearly the other one with two views probably not working for you so mm-hmm. you stay away from that topic
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. awesome so so a key takeaway i try to when i can think of it a key takeaway from that is you know set goals and also along with the goal set a time frame to review the goals because yes. that's like yes. the whole point i guess of having them mm-hmm. so along the lines of wins you know um your past wins or recent rent wins, and also collaborative partnerships. Tell me a little bit more about what has been successful for you in terms of, we know that nobody can, sorry about that, can do it alone. And it seems like larger businesses get the collaboration thing and, you know, partnering together. So tell me a little bit more about what your experience has been like. So for me,
1: I have an accountability partner, if you will. That's what we, we call each other. And we meet. Uh, for an hour, once a week, every Monday morning. And she lives in New Jersey, and I'm here in California. And she's a small business owner as well. But we collaborate on our ideas, what's working, what's not working, trying new things. Uh, We talk about wins. We talk about maybe something that didn't come through so really we're bouncing things off of each other because to your point, collaboration is so important. And when you're a small business owner of one, <laughs> you have to have a partner, right? To be able to uh, vent or, or share ideas and share wins and losses and it just get some general guidance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a mentor mentee type of relationship. I'm sure you're familiar with, but for me, Um, I always recommend an accountability partner and this was recommended to me a life coach that I had worked with uh, early on because I wanted to figure out what can I do what do I need to do with the rest of of my career and she is the one that suggested that and it was the best thing that I could ever do and so I recommend small business owners find an accountability partner somebody that's going to be very direct with you, very honest with you, but also pumps you up. Shares mm-hmm. ideas, right?
0: Awesome, awesome. So we're talking about sales and, you know, we've, t- we've talked about, you know, things to consider. Um, think about your first, like, five clients or your first five, you know, projects. Um, how did you meet those people? I like to give like examples of, you know, I don't like to just talk about pie. I don't think we talked about pie in the sky, but you know what I mean? I like to people is like saying, okay, how did she meet this person? You know, what did it look like? But yeah. How did you meet your first few clients with this go around?
1: So for me, I use my tried and true (laughs) process, right? So I put together for myself a funnel and campaigns and, I automate them, so I am continually online in a few different uh, social channels that I post informative information, something that would be educational, spark interest, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I do get connections online, right? So whether it be Facebook or LinkedIn or Alignable, then I also commit to going to Multiple networking events in a given month. I try to do four, so it's like once a week. Mm -hmm. And I get involved with the community so that I'm getting to know people not only virtually, but also in person. And I just build up the relationships and build up the trust. And it comes out through various conversations on what they're struggling with, and vice versa, what I may be struggling with. So, for me, then it's about following up. I put email campaigns together, newsletters. I write articles. Um, I do speak, and um, I do stay uh, true to the cold calling. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do make my phone calls every week, and that's how I get business. <laughs> so it so, takes some time. Yeah. I do have my first few clients, and I've done mm-hmm. various projects, but I have five small businesses that I'm working with right now for the uh, sales enablement as a service. Mm -hmm. So that uh, offering is brand new, but I'm basically putting together for their organizations, the same methodology I use for my own small business Mm -hmm. to bring in that lead generation to get the phone to ring or Mm -hmm. to get those opt-ins on the emails.
0: Yes. Awesome. So, um, As we close out, I wanted to just pull apart several amazing things that Lori said, and I hope you guys caught it too. Clients did not mysteriously materialize themselves on her doorstep. Lori went through several specific actions that she takes on a regular basis to Mm -hmm. help people get to know about what she does and how she can help and serve. And the result of that is her clients. So I don't want people to focus in on, oh, wow, she's working with five clients don't pay attention to that. (laughs) Pay attention to what she said before that, you know, go back and listen to, you know, she's sending emails, she created her own funnel, she's following up with people, she's going to networking events, she said that she has speaking. So these are all things that you can consider your own business as well. And I invite you to do so because again, she just listed several specific things that she's doing. And the end result is, you know, she has clients. So thank you so much for being so detailed and specific about that. I appreciate that. So say someone's listening now and they're like, Oh, I want Lori to set up my funnel. (laughs) I realize now that people won't accidentally find me. I understand that there's, you know, things I need to do. And she looks to be both a a preacher and a practitioner of the method, which is amazing because sometimes people do one or not the other, which is interesting. But we won't talk about other people. But where can people find more about you, Lori?
1: So you can find me on LinkedIn. My profile is Lori Johnston. Uh, My website is allied.exchange. And right now I'm revamping things. So it'll be, should be back up online in about a week. And uh, you can always email me at uh, laurie.johnston at allied, Awesome,
0: awesome. And we'll have those links to in the show notes, your LinkedIn profile and whatnot. And very good. So, Lori, thank you so much again for coming on and you know, you. being super transparent. And we really appreciate that. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it too. Have a great rest of your day.
0: Okay, you too.